You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes, and I'm glad that you're listening to today's podcast, even though... The subject matter of the podcast is a, a little hard, and it's, you know, Sunday I, I woke up and headed out to the gym and came back in to hearing reports on Twitter that Cedric Benson had passed away. So you're trying to piece them together because you don't want to tweet something out that hasn't actually happened. You don't want to think people think that someone has died when they haven't died. So I did a little bit of digging, like kind of went through the timeline and found a a story out of Austin about a motorcycle accident that happened early in the morning that killed two people. And it turns out that one of those people was Cedric Benson. It makes me really sad. He was only 36 years old. Um, I had the chance to cover Benson for the three years that he was with the bears. Um, I always joke that I have a, uh, it's gone now. It's actually healed up, which is crazy because I looked down for it as soon as um, I found uh, the the news about Cedric. When Cedric Benson got drafted by the Bears and he had a contract holdout that was going on for most of training camp, when you're a beat reporter, like you're sitting there like trying to get the latest so you're talking with people you're talking with the team you're talking with the agent you're trying to find out what's real and what's not real and i remember it was a sunday night and i was making frozen pizza and i think it was cltv i I just for some reason happened to be watching cltv and they had reported that benson had signed and i was literally reaching into the oven to get the pizza. And when I heard that, I lifted up my arm and burnt my arm on the top of the oven. So I used to always say that I had this Cedric Benson scar from when he signed. And then it became a, you know, you got to go cover him in training camp and, and, and all of that stuff. Um, when he got to training camp, I do remember the guys like it, it was clearly like there were factions like people love Thomas Jones as they should. He, he was an offensive dude that had a defensive mentality and he fit really well into the, um, the culture of that locker room at the time. Cedric was a different dude. And and as we go on talking about this, I'll, I'll express more about that. And, and they they felt it was their job to get him ready to see what this guy could do. I remember Zach telling me a story because Zach was a sideline reporter. I would say of of all of us that covered the Bears during that era, 
Zach probably knew Cedric better than anybody did. And the Bears were playing, I believe, the Texans. And Zach told me the story of how this Texas Ranger, you know how they have um, state police or whatever, like at games, like this Texas Ranger came up to Cedric Benson before the game and was quivering, absolutely quivering to ask Cedric for his autograph. And Zach was like, why? Why does he? Why did he react like that? And Cedric said, "Cause he's seen me play." And you look at what Cedric did at, at, at Midland Lee and how good of a player that he was there, and then all the records that he set at the University of Texas that ended up getting him drafted number four overall from from the Bears. But his relationship with Chicago and with that Bears group that that went to the Super Bowl is really complicated because at the time, all those guys wanted was someone that they could rely on in the run game to, to balance out the quarterback thing that kept kind of going back and forth because Rex Grossman was hurt and Kyle Orton wasn't quite ready. And then it was a matter of which quarterback do you want? Like that sort of thing before they later on um, start trading for Jay Cutler. They were a team that, that was ready defensively and were, was looking for a shot in the arm offensively. Um, and Cedric, he was a guy that didn't, that didn't seem like he he fit in, you know? And he just, he I don't know if he was ever really fully understood when he was here. He's He was a complicated dude with a lot of issues. I always found him to be interesting, if not confusing, to, to talk to. But he would say stuff and you're like, wait, what does that mean? Um, so it just made me really sad to, to see that Cedric was. Cedric had passed away and he had had a lot of struggles with. Drinking, um, he had gotten a, a few DUIs here and there. I always. I, I was really happy for him when he went to Cincinnati because he seemed to find himself as a player in Cincinnati and he played, you know, more time in Cincinnati than he did for the bears. And then ended his career with green Bay back when was that 2012 in Cincinnati. He had 3000 yard rushing seasons. The, the per yard average was down um, after that first year, but you know, he had a, 1250 yard rushing year followed by 1111 yards and 1067 before moving on i don't know if he ever fulfilled the promise that watching him run over and around and through people at the university of texas that bears fans were hoping that they would get if that ever happened and you know there's the him in the super bowl where you know he's not uh, available in the super bowl like it's just he's his legacy with the Chicago Bears is really, really complicated. His relationship with those guys, really complicated. It's really sad. 
because I don't know if he ever found joy in playing the game. And I know that when he was in Cincinnati, uh, when he got to Cincinnati, he said that that he was looking for a fresh start and that he was never really happy in Chicago. And that's that's horrible. Like that's horrible for someone to be drafted as high as they were to not feel like they were ever given a real chance, whether that's real or imagined, to not feel like they have the support of their teammates and to kind of feel like you're a bit of an outsider, which Cedric was um, for a lot of reasons. So I've been kind of going back and forth, like looking at, looking at what some of the teammates have said. And, and I'll just give you a little bit of a sample. This is from um, Alex Brown, who, who said RIP 32 woke up to the news of said being killed in an accident. Prayers to all the friends and loved ones left behind. This one I thought was really interesting because I had forgotten about the fact that Charles Tillman and Cedric Benson like squared off against each other in high school. Charles wrote this. The first time I saw Cedric Benson, he was a sophomore at Midland Lee and we would compete against each other in the third round of the Texas high school playoffs at Angelo state university. Little did I know that I was witnessing the birth of one of the best running backs in Texas high school football. I'm honored to, I'm honored to have had the privilege of being your teammate. Please keep the Benson family in your prayers. Texas legend, RIP Cedric Benson, tough week. The tough week that you hear Charles referring to is it's coupled with another guy that, that was big at the University of Texas, and that's Daryl Drake. You know, the, the, the wide receivers coach of that era, Daryl Drake, passed away earlier this week. His funeral was held on Saturday. So a lot of these guys are, are hurting right now because of what they've lost and, and how they felt about Daryl Drake. And now you have another teammate, you know, passing away. Uh, Rashid Davis wrote this about Cedric. Rest in heaven, young soldier. We will miss you. Gone too soon. This has been a hell of a week for my Bears family and I. Please pray for Cedric Benson's family. It's it's really difficult. It's a it's a difficult thing. I, I don't have much to to add, other than to to tell you that he was an interesting guy. He was a super interesting guy. And I don't know if he ever really found any sort of peace. And that's the thing that I think makes me the most sad about his death is that you would get these glimpses of joy from Cedric when he was playing or when he had a great game. Remember the game that he played against the Bears when when he was with the Bengals? What did he go for in that game? Like he absolutely crushed them in that game. Uh, what did he go for, like 200 or something like that? No, yeah, it was he had 189 yards and a touchdown. So his career high game was uh, against the Bears in that just route that the Bengals had over the Bears uh, in 2009. It was like, wow, well, look at that. And he put it together for, for that game ready and waiting for the Bears. But for the most part, there, there never seems to be a lot of joy with him. And 
everyone, I, I, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what my feelings on what happens to us when we go. Um, my hope is that wherever it is we go, that Cedric finds some peace in the afterlife, if there is an afterlife, because it seems as if as an adult, everything leading up to his adulthood seemed to be great. Like he was living a great life, but once he entered the, the adult work world, he didn't seem to be as happy. So my hope is that he finds some sort of peace. I appreciate you listening. Go look up some Cedric Benson highlights. It might make you laugh. It might make you smile. It might make you remember. Thanks for listening.